Welcome to the Dropping the Last 5 Pounds podcast. My name is Magali, I'm your coach, and I'm going to give you all the tips and tricks on how to lose weight, what diets really work, and what it actually takes to get results. Because you, my friend, are not here to waste any more time. I'm going to give you the facts, I'm going to debunk the BS, and I'm going to motivate you and kick your ass into action. Ready to live your healthiest and happiest life? Let's do this. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Dropping the Last 5 Pounds. This is your host, Magali. As always, thank you so much for being here and for listening into today's episode. So in the midst of this information age, I feel like there's so much going around, so many conflicting pieces of information that honestly, it's exhausting, it's overwhelming, it's confusing, and it makes weight loss and living a healthy lifestyle seem like this incredibly complicated process, when in reality, it really isn't. And there's so many things to blame for that. I mean, people trying to make a quick buck, companies trying to stand out in marketing. I mean, the amount of claims that people throw around and the lies that are being spread is just insane. And it's no wonder everyone feels like I'm sure you've been you relate to this like you're listening to all this information and you're like okay like this is bad but they say it's good I should do this but they say I shouldn't do that and it's like okay what the hell do I do and if you haven't listened to my previous episode I did do a guide kind of like if I woke up 50 pounds overweight and out of shape what would be the first few things I do to get back into shape and lose that weight so go listen to that if you haven't but in today's episode I just want to quickly talk about how specifically women I mean men can do this as well but again because my audience is mostly women how women complicate this how they make this harder for themselves and how they convince themselves that it's harder than it really is and therefore discouraging them and making them give up far too soon so I'm just going to go over a quick few tips or a quick few ways um, fitness and health a healthy lifestyle is overcomplicated and kind of how to combat that and what to do instead and how to refocus your attention so that you're actually paying attention to the shit that actually matters. So with that being said, I hope you enjoy this episode. Again, thank you for listening. And if you have any questions, my email and information is always in the show notes if you ever want to reach out and ask me anything. So let's get to it. Long ass intro. Okay. So one of the first things that a lot of women tend to do when they're trying to pursue a weight loss goal or anything that they're trying to improve their lives is that they overtake way too much at first. And it's not that they can't handle it. It's not that they're weak. It's not that they're um, not equipped to do this. But most of the time this fails because your mind has not created those habits yet. And when you go and just change everything and try to attack everything at once, your brain is basically like, whoa, what are you doing? This is way too much for me. I'm not going to do any of it. So the reason why that's complicating it is because you don't need to change all these things from the get-go. You don't need to make all these insane changes. You don't have to completely change your lifestyle around. It, It takes steps. And it's a process and it's not, oh, let me just turn everything around and I'm good. It takes time. But it's also more simple because you don't have to do everything at once. You can do one thing at a time and figure out what you need to change the most and what you are concerned about. Whether that's working on your drinking water habits, getting better sleep, 
reducing your stress, watching your portions. I mean, the list is endless on the baby steps that you can choose to take to make this a little bit easier. But trying to tackle everything at once, trying to make all these different changes works for like 1% of the population. But most of you, it's not necessary and it complicates things way too much from the beginning. And then it's like nearly impossible to stay committed and motivated to do it because it's so fucking much. But it doesn't have to be that way. So choose one or two things to work on at a time. Get really good at those things. Work on them baby step by baby step. And then once you've mastered that, go ahead and move on to the next thing. So that's the first way. The second thing, which is going to sound weird. (laughs) And when I first learned this, I was like, no, there's no way. But yes, you are focusing too much on exercise and not enough on your nutrition. And here's what I mean by that. We have this idea that the more you sweat, the more you work out, the harder and crazier and intense the workout is, the more calories you're burning, the more results you're gonna get, the better it is. So spend hours and hours working out, sweating your butt off, going on walks, going on runs, I mean, all sorts of things. But you come home and you overeat too much or you're not making the right nutritional choices for you and your goals, all these different things. And at the end of the day, you guys, it's shitty how little calories are actually burned during exercise. It's a lot less than what your watch is telling you, and it's a lot less than what you think. And unfortunately, we cannot really burn off extra calories the way we think we can, because again, exercise burns so little, and it does not take that much food to put you over, you know? So being hyper-focused on getting exercise, getting exercise, and ignoring the nutritional habits that you need to be working on is like running in quicksand. Like, you're gonna, you're gonna run, you're gonna feel something happening, but you're not gonna get anywhere. And you don't have to work out more than three, four hours a week. Like, sure, it's a great idea to be active and get your 10,000 steps a day and all that good stuff, but exercise, dedicated exercise sessions, you don't really need to do If you don't want to, you can if you want to, but for weight loss and what's actually required, you don't need to be working out three hours a day or every every day for four hours. Like you don't need to be doing that. And the reason why that complicates things is because it takes a lot of time and it makes it seem unrealistic to keep up. Like if you're working out four times, four times a day or four hours a day, whatever, like I'm exaggerating here, but so you can get the point. You're not going to be able to do that when life gets busy, when the kids go to school. I mean, all sorts of different things. Um, so you have to pick something that's more realistic. And again, you don't the in exercise, more is better, but up to a certain point. Like you don't want to be excessive about it. You don't want to be spending too much time there and neglecting the things that actually matter, which is your nutritional intake. How is your stress? How are you sleeping? Like the big things that matter. Yes, exercise is important. Yes, you should be doing it. But it shouldn't be the main focus of your health fitness journey. That should be nutrition, sleep, and stress, and mental health. But hyper-focusing on exercise, not enough on nutrition is a way a lot of women mess this up because they think they can burn off all the extra calories of the cookies they ate every night. (laughs) But unfortunately, exercise is not that. Um, So focus on what's actually important and you won't need to spend that many time that much time in exercising if your goal is weight loss and losing body fat and all that good stuff so the next thing where women overcomplicate this is comparison now i'm sure you've heard the popular saying comparison is a thief of joy i actually slightly disagree with that and here's why 
It's healthy to compare ourselves to other people. It's healthy to see what other people are doing because it provides a, a concrete example and proof that that is possible for us. Like if she's doing it, if she figured it out, why not you? If she got it down, why can't you? You know what I'm saying? But the problem where people run into is that they start comparing themselves negatively. Like, I did this and that, why don't I look like her? Or why does she have that and why don't I? Things that kind of aren't really in our control. Like, you guys have heard me say this over and over again. And if you're new and you're just listening to this now, what I say a lot and reiterate is everyone is different. You can be following the exact same program as someone else, doing the exact same things, eating the exact same amount of calories, and things will look different because you have your own unique set of genetics, lifestyle factors. I mean, the list is endless of ways that things are going to differ between two people. So expecting you to have the same exact results as Susan or Callie, whoever you're comparing yourself to, and then using that as a negative, like, oh, see, that's why you can't do this because you suck and you're not them kind of thing. Yes. Comparison is terrible for you. Look at comparison as, look what's possible for me. That's amazing that she did that. Celebrate other people and then realize that's possible for me too. Now, it may not mean that you're going to look exactly like that person. It may not mean that you're going to have the exact same size butt as her or the size waist, but it means that you can improve in your own way, in your own capacity, with your own features and your own things, you know? So, Compare yourself in a healthy way. Use other people as motivation, but not as discouragement. Not as, oh, she has that and I don't. So my life sucks and I'm terrible <laughs> kind of thing. That's never helpful. It complicates things. You're never going to be able to look like someone exactly ever. Even identical twins have differences. So why would you expect you to look like some stranger on the internet? You got to be realistic here and compare yourself to you, you and only you, and then use other people as inspiration and proof of what is possible. So there's that one. Another way women overcomplicate it is they start with the mentality of cutting everything out, making things as restrictive as possible, um, putting all these rules and all these things and I have to hit this and do this and that and that. And it's like an endless list, kind of similar to um, the other points that I've mentioned. We overtake too much at one time. But specifically, we focus on making our lives miserable. Like, I think it's become a competition subconsciously. Like, how can I make my life suck so much so that I can lose this weight? (laughs) And that's like not cool you guys because you don't have to do that you know a lot of the times we think that the more we cut out the more rules we put in place the more restrictive we are the more um on it we are about ourselves like to the t the better results we're gonna get and that may be true but also you know what isn't true that you can keep that going forever and focusing always on cutting out and putting rules it's like making this whole thing not fun It's making it a dread, a chore, another thing that I have to do versus I'm going to add stuff to my life. Like I'm going to add some really delicious vegetables into my diet. I'm going to add more water. I'm going to add better sleep. I'm going to add more exercise. I'm going to add in more nutrient-dense foods. I'm going to add, add, add. Of course, you're going to have to cut calories and cut back on eating out so much and all those things. Yes, But the focus should be on how can I add to my life? How can I make this process as enjoyable as possible? 
as sustainable as possible and as little, uh, what is it, as um, non-miserable as possible. We don't want to be constantly dreading what we have to do because we're not going to stick to it. And as with anything worth having, consistency is the name of the game. If you can do something consistently over the long term, you are going to get results, period. But you have to be choosing something that you actually can maintain during the course of that time. So if you're always cutting out, putting rules on yourself, making your life super restrictive because you need to lose the weight, it's going to work for a week or two, maybe three, maybe a month if you're lucky. But after that, we're going to have that inevitable, oops, I ate too much, feel like shit moment, go down the uh, the downward spiral, and then kind of start from square one again. So again, instead of focusing on cutting, 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 restricting, 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 rules, rules, more rules, focus on what can I add to my life that'll make it better? What can I add to my diet? What can I add to my sleep routine? What can I add for my mental health? Focus on addition. Subtraction will happen as a result, but the focus is going to be adding good stuff into your life because that always makes you feel good. Cutting things out, we humans want what we can't have. So if you start cutting out all this stuff, you're going to want it more. Think of a child. When you don't give them the toy, they want it more when you give it to them they get bored so instead of focusing on restriction and instead shift your focus to how can I add as many good things into my life and make my life of a higher quality and that is a lot easier than cut everything cut everything and be miserable so that's that one and the last point that I want to make where women can overcomplicate this is getting extremely fixated on results and not necessarily your habits and the process. And what this means is becoming so overly obsessed with what the scale says day to day. Um, If you haven't lost any weight, you let that dictate how you feel about yourself or just getting so obsessed about seeing a certain number or certain pant size or certain body fat percentage that you kind of let that rule your journey and unfortunately weight and all other kinds of measurements fluctuate and some months are going to be looking great others they might maintain or even go up and some of these things are under our control most of the time they're not especially as women we have hormonal changes during the month some of you may gain weight during your period experience bloating and all sorts of other sorts of things that again we typically don't have control over so if you didn't lose that week or you gained two pounds that week or you only lost two pounds that month and you were expecting more a lot of the times we don't have control over what that exact number actually we don't at all have any control over that stuff so what you should do instead of focusing on those things that again we can't really control Focus on your habits. Are you eating more protein? Are you drinking more water? Are you feeling better? Are your clothes fitting better? Um, Do you have more energy? Are you eating more vegetables? All of these things that we have control over, that we can work on, are more important to keep track of than just the weight. Now, don't get me wrong, you guys. I will never say ditch the scale, never pay attention to it. I think it's a tool, a very important tool that when used correctly can be a great, uh, you know, indicator of progress but it's not the only one and it is certainly not the most important one like for example with my clients like 
most of them come to me for some kind of weight loss or losing body fat, gaining muscle. And so therefore I track their weight because that is one of the goals that they came to me for. But that's not all I track. I track, are they getting stronger? I take their measurements. I ask how they're feeling every week. And I try to get as much information from them that is not related to a number or an objective piece of information. Whereas it's more, how do you feel? Do you like what you're seeing? Are you proud of yourself? Do you feel stronger? All of that stuff. So complicating this is focusing on one number and what it says and letting it determine how you feel about yourself and based on that number, whether you binge or not, versus I'm going to focus on what I have control over. I'm going to work on my habits and I'm going to be patient in the process. The numbers will say what they say, but I'm going to keep going and eventually I'll get there. And that's how you simplify it. Because again, weight, numbers, measurements, sometimes things just fluctuate for no reason. And it sucks because you could be completely on track. And then one day everything's up and you're like, what the fuck? But that happens, you guys. It happens to me. It happens to pretty much all my clients at some point. And um, it's normal. It's part of the process. It doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. And it just means you're experiencing a weight fluctuation. That's all it means. And all you have to do is just keep moving forward and focus on those habits that you do have control over. So those are the things that, I mean, as with always, it's impossible to cover everything in one episode, but I just wanted to quickly put this out there because I know it feels overwhelming. I know everything seems super complicated and a lot of people make money off you thinking that way because it makes you believe that you need their products and you need their programs and you need to buy this thing and that thing. But most of it is trash. It's bullshit, you guys. It really is simple. It really is just working on those little things little by little, being patient and taking it day by day. If you listen to every one of my episodes, you'll have everything you need. And if you want to look at some things on my Instagram, I pretty much say the same things over and over again it sucks sometimes because i feel like i'm boring you guys but this is the shit that works like i'm not gonna sit there and sell you some sexy little thing just to get your attention i want to give you what actually works and this is it just drop the overcomplication of things focus on the things that actually matter be patient with yourself this is a process it took you time to get to where you are it's gonna take time to get where you want to be and that there's no shortcuts there's no real shortcuts here there's not a way around that um but it is a lot simpler than you think it it really doesn't require you to make some massive change and give up all sorts of things and live a completely different life like if you don't want to if you do all the more power to you but again start slow little by little but if you don't want to change everything around if you just want to live your life but better that's you can do that um and you can be healthy and not be some super strict rigid dieter (laughs) like the typical thing that we think we have to be so yeah that is it i hope that was helpful i hope that gave you some clarity and made you see some of the things that maybe you were overcomplicating or fixating on that you really didn't need to be giving much attention to and instead shifting your focus onto the things that actually matter and will bring you results because again that's where we're here we want to see results we want to improve our lives we want to live healthier lifestyles and that's going to happen if you follow what i said in this episode so With that being said, thank you as always for being here. If you are enjoying the show so far, please do not forget to leave me a five-star rating on the iTunes app. I would so much appreciate that just so that I can get this message out to as many women 
people in general, but specifically women, as I possibly can. And with that being said, I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thank you for listening as always and have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your day. Bye, guys.